0: For too many years, families of children
1: with devastating illnesses have felt helpless as they watch their child suffer. Today, they're taking matters into their own hands and finally finding relief, treating their child with cannabis. These are their stories.
0: Hey guys, welcome, welcome to another episode. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my God! We're here for part two of this episode with Chris, Doctor. I'm gonna get this correct, Doctor Chris Alda uh, Alda Ka. Yeah, I heard that correctly.
1: Andlaka, Andlaka,
0: a- a- K- a- <laughs> I-, I apologize. You got it right the first time. Part one. Yeah, I'm just like so excited to talk. I know. Me That's too. Right. <laughs> let me get this out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Chris is a pharmacist out in. Austin, Texas. Uh, He does independent compounding, and it's located, as I stated, in Austin, Texas, and he's here to continue our conversation about formulations, about lab testing, about all those things that happen behind the scenes that people don't see. We always end up seeing the end product, so we don't know what goes back into the R&D aspects of it, and those guys and those lab coats who are actually doing the work, not butt tenders, but actually people who are doing the real science and uh, Chris, thanks for coming back.
1: Absolutely, thanks for having me. I've been uh, been looking forward to this.
0: Oh, you and I both, as well as Nina, she she's just like all day, just pacing. Are we gonna talk to Chris. Are we gonna talk to Chris. I'm like, yes, yes, we are. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get this done. We're gonna do it. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> uh, where we left uh, last off, we were talking about lab reports. Now that's it's somewhat can be confusing as you're reading a lab report because. A lot of times you get a lab report, you get the product, you look at the lab report, you look at the product, and there's somewhere there's... there's a disconnect. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that word. D- yeah, that and disconnect.
2: it could it be confusing to people reading it. Um, so we just want to know what, ch- when someone's looking at a lab report, because we always tell families, get a lab report. But it's so easy to say that, but they don't really know what to look for. So can you tell us, like, what some key things to look for when looking at a lab report?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, the, the, the there's, there's different lab reports that, uh, unfortunately, none of which are required, but what's important is that, uh, going beyond just potency testing, uh, there's also, um, residual solvent testing or uh, you know, heavy metals testing and, uh, microbial contamination testing. So, um, it's obviously important to know what cannabinoids are contained in the product that you're purchasing. Uh, and, and the concentrations and milligrams that, uh, will be listed on the lab are, are extremely important to, to reference to ensure it's a quality product, but it's also important to, uh, ensure that the company is, is, you know, taking it in their own right to do pesticide testing and heavy metal, and heavy metal testing, uh, to ensure safety.
0: Now, when it comes to the lab reports, are companies taking shortcuts with them because of the cost that's ensued due to the testing? Like, what's on average? Like, what's the pricing of a lab report usually goes for for testing?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And and again, because there's no regulation requiring it, um, you know, companies are definitely taking advantage of it and to do a full panel where you're testing for uh, pesticides as well as heavy metals, as well as, uh, cannabinoid potency, uh, you'd be looking at around $750 per batch. Um, I mean, it could be even higher. I'd call it a thousand dollars. Really. Uh, once you're, you know, once you're, you're, you're doing a lot of testing in bulk, you, you can get a little bit better pricing, but it's a, it's an extremely expensive uh, aspect that, that, Happens behind the scenes that a lot of companies uh, avoid because of the extreme costs, and and you know keeping in mind that it has to be done for every batch. It's, you know, it's not a one-time thing. You know, you you can only batch so much quantity at one time, uh, and so uh, that's another key thing to look for now is uh, not only that there's lab testing, but does your product have a batch uh, ID on it? Because uh, you know, in the pharmaceutical world, being a pharmacist, the way things work, when we make something in our lab, everything has a batch. Every powder, every chemical that goes into anything we compound has a a lot number and a and a batch ID. And so, if something were to ever happen to one item, we would be able to go back and say, okay, wait, we need to find every single compound that was made that had this. Lot number of this ingredient, yes. and recall it because uh, you know if that that item was corrupted for whatever reason. So it's just a uh, checks and balances to ensure, again, you know, consistent safety and consistency. And so the same goes for CBD. Uh, now, again, it's not required, um, but what we do at Elevated is. Uh, just like we do pharmaceuticals, everything, you know, every extract used has a batch ID and lot number. Every uh, ingredient that goes into anything that's made has a batch number and a lot number. And so we're able to know, I mean, you, you, when you look at your product, it's got a little stamp on it that mm-hmm. will get, you know, just a, a random array of numbers. But those, that random array of numbers is important because it allows us to know exactly who made it, when it was made, how much was made. The, the exact ingredients that were put into it, the exact extract that was used. And so, again, it's just, you know, it, you hope. And, and on the pharmacy side, we've never had to recall anything. But, uh, again, this is a case where if something were to ever occur, you want to ensure that there's checks and balances in place like that. And, unfortunately, with D V D, because none of this stuff is required and because uh, companies don't have to do it, they're not doing it. I mean, a lot of them don't even know how to do it, right? For us, it was... Being in the compounding pharmacy world, this is this is what we've been doing, and so even though this is a natural alternative uh, to medication, uh, we still take the same you know, we still use the same standards that we would use uh, that we use with pharmaceutical stuff, and so you know I, I think I, I can almost guarantee you within the next five years it will be required. It's just going to take time for the FDA to be able to uh, get their guidelines in place and and get the bills passed. That. Uh, that need to happen. So.
2: Yeah, I love that because um, I we had some CB companies and I can just call them and say, I need the lab report for batch ten twenty, and I and they were like, okay, do do do, and they could pull it up. And I and to me that was that was pretty reassuring, you know that. They, yeah, they, absolutely. yeah, yeah. and I really appreciate that.
1: that. Doing that, I can tell you right away, they're, that's, that's a, a reputable company that is not cutting corners and is doing it right.
2: Okay, so that's something to look out for. Not to say that companies who are not doing it, um, you know, it's a bad company, but it's something to look out for when they do put the batch number on the box or the bottle.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen Dr. Blob myself. Uh, I've, I've seen
2: oh. the same lab for two
1: products where it's clearly it's in Photoshop. Um, I think again, I've seen and that when too. Again, you're with something that costs $1,000 um, and time, it, it, uh, and nobody there to check and make sure it's actually being done. Unfortunately, uh, there's just, uh, I mean, call it fraud, really. I mean, there's just a lot of fraudulent products that are on the market that don't add up to what they are supposed to add up to
2: and we experienced, um, we call a company for the lab report and they can't find it or it is shuffling around. And I'm like, that's kind of unprofessional. I mean, something so important as that it should be, you know, readily available that anyone, any customer service rep should be able to say, okay, here, I'm going to email it to you.
1: Absolutely. I, I mean, honestly, nowadays it, it should even be, you shouldn't even have to call anyone. I mean, it should be where there's a QR code or something you can uh. scan uh, and it'll just link you straight to those lab results. And then you can line up your batch with the, the you know, the, the product. Of course, mm. the QR code is made to link to the batch of, of that product, but um, that's, that's the uh, most efficient way of doing it. Um, but yeah, there are some companies I know that don't, they don't do it on the actual uh, packaging, but they, they have it available on their website. And in a scenario like that, totally fine, as long as, again, you know, you're know, you able to ensure that you can uh, connect whatever batch you have to that last because it changes every single time. We're dealing with a natural plant.
2: Exactly. So the,
1: the concentrations are never... You can't just assume that the next one is going to be the same. It, it, it literally will change every...
0: Just to pick it back off that, and that's the reason why we have, um, let's say, certain companies have the synthetic version of CBD is because of the lack of consistency from the plant because you'll never get the same, you know, numbers, the same ratio. So yeah. that's the reason why they, you know, utilize the synthetic version of it to keep it consistent.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the you know, the uh, endocannabinoids are, are a real thing that, you know, all of us as humans produce and phytocannabinoids are from a plant. Um, you know, difference between phytocannabinoids and endocannabinoids is endocannabinoids are um, are made from within, and so we make those naturally. And so, there, what what scientists do essentially, and what these drug companies do is they they make a synthetic chemical that is made to hit an endogenous receptor in the ECS system that. Uh, you know, they have found it's the same receptor CBD would hit, and then they call it CBD. Um, but at the end of the day, yes, does so that ensure more consistency as far as a milligram dose mm-hmm. and, and that product, of course it does for sure. But, uh, that, that takes away from the natural aspects of, yes. of cannabinoids. Uh, it should be natural. This is not something that should be, should be made synthetic. And, and so I think that's been a big part of why, um, you know, drug companies. It, my fear is drug companies get. So, uh, I, have you guys heard of a drug that was recently FDA approved? The first CBD drug, be yes. FDA approved. Yes, we know. Epidiolex.
2: Uh, <laughs> Epidilex. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes, that's right. We yes. just missed. We missed the trial run
1: for
2: it. Yeah, we were. Yeah, and also we were. Um, our neurologist wanted our son to. She's very excited about it. She wanted our son to give it a shot. Give it a shot. I'm like, nah. But, I mean, we have... All right, so... <laughs> the thing, and I, then...
1: So I, I don't want to go off on a crazy tangent here, but so, so this is the, an exact... So GW Pharmaceuticals is the company that makes X uh, at, at And mm. here's the thing. So uh, here's what I like about it. I love the fact that it is actually pure CBD that's extracted from a cannabis plant. Okay. It is not a synthetic form of CBD. It oh, is okay. actually a pure... Form of CBD that comes from a cannabis plant.
2: Okay, good to know. But
1: here's the problem: it is, it comes in 100 mg 100 milligrams per ml, and mm. it comes in a 100 ml bottle. The price for one bottle is $1,500. That is a problem. I'm sorry. Um, what was that number again? That is not okay. $1,500 <laughs> for one bottle, which, mind you, you may need two or three bottles a month depending yeah, on, on abs- the severity of your, of your epilepsy. And- uh, GW Pharma has been criticized for this, and what they said was, well, it's in line with similar FDA-approved anti-epilectics that are already on the market. But here's the problem. We work with with CBD that comes naturally from the plant, which is the same type of CBD they're using, and we know that that cost is absurd. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> And bust. so, you know, this is a problem for drug companies. Uh, as soon as, as soon as they wrap their 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 hands around it, uh, you, you come into you know just problems like this. And so I, I really hope that the future of, of what's to come it, it doesn't involve big pharma, you know, kind of taking over and, and creating these crazy prices for something that costs, you know, that that fifteen hundred dollars that bottle they sell for fifteen hundred dollars costs them. Maybe thirty. Wow! the markup is absurd.
0: Well, the thing is, going into that, um, I'm understanding is that they have an IP, so they have an intellectual property component, and that's the reason why I guess they can charge that much, or they feel they have like you know control over that. You know, it's it's their ownership because it's their patent. So
1: they have a patent, right?
0: Exactly. So it. I'm thinking that that's going to be like the. The the next thing that's happening, if not happening already, that a lot of companies in this circle is going to start looking to find something to isolate and intellectualize. Is that what yep. you're seeing? You're, I mean, so, it's probably a pattern,
1: but it goes beyond that, though, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it, so the IP part of it is uh, uh, that's completely correct, but I think the, where the price gouging comes in is mm-hmm. is the FDA side. As soon wow. as you stamp something as oh, this is FDA approved. To get something FDA approved because it does cost a lot of us. So maybe that's the justification, right? Well, we have to pay this much money to get all the testing done yeah. and for the fees. and the, I mean, the application fees for, for getting a new drug approved in NDA could be a couple million dollars. And so that, that's a real expense. Of, that's, yeah, um, And that's how they justify a lot of cost. But but here's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, it's CBD. from the the plant. You don't need a $1,500 version of it that the FDA said is perfect. What you need is a a real whole plant option that you purchase on your own that has checks and balances in place, that has labs that allow you to check that what you're getting is what you're supposed to be getting, Uh, and a source, uh, or I should say, or a source that you can reach out to, like a pharmacist that's uh, doing what we're doing. That can say hey this is what you should use and this is why you know reach out to a, a reputable source um that is credentialed that can steer you in the right direction because i, I can promise you big pharma and sda do, do not have all of our best interests in heart
0: oh, I, I totally agree with you and so i'm not going to you know take that any deeper <laughs> because of my personal things but do you see them working i'm, I'm trying to understand like where are we as the industry, cancer industry, working with FDA? Are we helping them shape the regulations because we know more than they do? Because we
1: are, we absolutely are. Okay. I mean, I've, I've written multiple letters to the FDA. I've I've actually gone to the cap. I've gone to DC. Wonderful. And spoken some panels. I've done that on the uh, on the state level as well in Texas, um, and it's it's in, it's incredibly effective because. Uh, they like to hear from people that are are in in the industry that are doing it that have patient case studies that are involved and so and they listen you know they do, and so that that's really what we need you know we, what we don't need is big pharma coming in and saying well we're gonna do, we're gonna start making all these these uh, you know X type products that, that when people need CBD this is what they use uh, what we need is the FDA to say you know, similar to an over-the-counter medication you buy when you go to CVS or Walgreens, uh, you know, the FDA makes sure that whatever, that there's checks and balances for those products. And so that's what we need. We, we just, we need, and if it's not the FDA, you know what, it's okay. It, it, states can do it. You know, Texas is taking it in their own hands and they've started to implement some, uh, some you know, regulatory stuff that wasn't required that is now required. You have to now actually apply for a manufacturing hemp license if you're if you're making products. You have to have a retail license if you're selling products. And so at the state level, what they're doing is they're trying to create their their own control system. And so that's going to continue to happen across the board. And the FDA will likely be last because that's just the way it goes. They're slow at everything they do. The, the process for them is a lot longer. But as long as states are... are, are listening to people in the industry and are trying to control what's going on, there's, you know, there's, we've already made a, a ton of, of progress from how things were even a year ago. So, you know, that, that's all a fantastic thing.
2: My goal of hopefully is that the CBD c- could be affordable to, cause we, I mean, we pay a, a close to upward of $400 a month, but for some families that's not affordable and you know, that's sad to me. And I was
1: totally agree. I was hoping
2: with the... that's non
0: that's non reimbursable too yeah, as
1: well. You can't make exactly. money for that. Yeah, and, no, no no insurance. Yeah. You no
2: know, insurance. And I was hoping maybe if the FDA got in, in, involved that it would be um, reasonable. Just how I, I can pay, you know, five dollars for his prescriptions, I can pay that same yeah. amount for something like dialects you know what I mean and that's that that would be a dream for me that other kids will have access to this you know and and parents could afford this because it, it's right now it's not really affordable especially if your child needs like you said a couple of bottles a month you know
1: yeah and, and you know the other thing with that is being on the manufacturing side with with elevated I can tell you that um there's just and we talked about uh, talked about this a little bit in, in you know part one but there's a huge gap in the cost of of the, the the cost of any extract that's being used for a full spectrum versus broad spectrum, even an isolate. There's there's just huge gaps in the quality of the actual extract, and so um, when you're you know when you're if you're using the, the – if the, if the item that you're using or if the CBD product you're using, let's say it's full spectrum, mm-hmm. and you look at the lab and it has 20% minor cannabinoids, uh, 98% CBD, less than 0.3% THC, uh, a good terpene profile, mm-hmm. um, that to, – to, to have a product that can produce labs like that, those, those extracts can be anywhere from, you know – 6000 to $12,000 a liter versus you could buy the same full spectrum, quote unquote, uh, another full spectrum extract for $800. Uh, the, the difference is that the quality and how that extract was, you know, came about and how they, how they, know, how they extracted it, the methods they use, there's a lot of varying, uh, difference in cost. So, uh, that's a that that is a significant issue, and 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 you're right, it's expensive. I mean, you know, a quality CBD product, one bottle, you're looking at you know anywhere from sixty to a hundred and fifty dollars, depending on the dose.
2: Yeah, more. Yeah. Um,
1: I do think as more, you know, I know for for in Texas, for example, now that hemp uh, can legally be grown, that should allow for eventually once these these farmers get uh, get their process down and they're able to get some quality extract the price will go down. And so, and and the price is going down because more and more people, more and more farmers are getting into this. And so, mm-hmm. um, the important thing, uh, again, that, you know, it's all about education and ensuring that consumers understand that there is a difference uh, between the, the $9 bottle at, at uh, the Seven Eleven and the $70 bottle at the pharmacy. There's, a, there's a, a, an extremely, extremely, large difference in what you're getting. I mean, even Amazon, right? I've talked to so many people about that have said CBD doesn't work, and I asked them what they use and where they got it, and some product they got off Amazon. Amazon does not allow the sale of CBD. It only allows the sale of hemp seed oil, and hemp seed oil is not CBD. It it has absolutely zero zero benefit when it comes to treating any type of symptom. uh, But people don't know that.
2: I'm glad you said that.
1: So uh, it, 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 it's just an easy way to get a product. but again when it comes to marketing and advertising, it's easy for a company to to get by making people think, oh, this is the same thing I've been hearing about but but it's not. And And, you know, that's, and again, it just comes back to what you guys are doing, which is you know providing outlets where people can, can tune in and, and listen to people that, are credible and can give them advice and tell them the facts and separate misinformation from the real information. And, and so, you know, that, that's, that's where my passion lies now is, is really just educating our communities and letting people know and doing as, as many of these types of podcasts where we can reach more people and, and give them a better understanding of uh, what, you know, the facts.
0: Well, yeah. Amen to and Thank you for doing that. So my question, this is an interesting one because I don't think many people even think about asking this question, but what does it mean when you have a bottle that is, uh, you know, the oil's dark, Everest green color, and then you have this clear, like this, like yes, this. good question. You know, these shadow-like, you know, types of colors. Yeah. When it comes to the oil, it's like, which one's better—the clear one oh, the or dark the one. dark one? <laughs> yeah, the exactly, That, sm- that dark one oil. that smells like actual weed, or the one that's <laughs> no, just first like. First of all, oil. <laughs> it should
1: never be anything other than uh, a, a golden color or a darker, a yeah. darker kind of oily color that you're speaking of. Because I've seen green, purple, red, blue, what? yellow. Uh, so what? first of all, you want to avoid anything that has artificial flavoring.
2: Mm-hmm. At
1: the end of the day, I mean, we don't even flavor. So at Elevated, we don't flavor any of, of our products anymore. We use uh, terpenes to add flavor, and and terpenes come from the glands of of the plant, just like uh, cannabinoids do. Uh, they've been. They also have uh, nutritional benefits. They've also found to help with. Things like relaxation, stress relief. Mm-hmm. Um, some have been found to help with promoting focus, depending on the strain. Uh, and there's there's hundreds of different types of terpenes. But they're aromatic, they're natural aromatic compounds that are responsible for the smell and taste of uh, the strain of, of cannabinoids that is basically coming from that plant. And so... Again, the idea being natural. So does it taste as good as an artificial, you know, saccharin based artificial flavor? No. No, it's going to be more earthy. <laughs> yes. It's going to be, you know, you, you're going to smell it more. It's going to be more of a plant-like taste. Um, but it tastes a hell of a lot better than most medications out there, I'll tell you that. Oh, it, yeah. It, you know, either way.
2: Yeah, it does.
1: Um, now, the range of, of that, like, nice, golden, that golden, uh, golden liquid color that you can almost see through, it's almost translucent, uh, that could be a, a just really high quality, uh, broad spectrum, um, um, broad spectrum form versus if it's more clear and has a red, a red hint, uh, that would be, it could be an isolate. Uh, isolates are typically clear to start, but a CBD isolate product will start to turn, red if it's an MCT oil because of the oxidation uh, coconut, oh. just, just like coconut water does. It starts to turn kind of a pinkish pinkish, uh, pinkish, red color when air hits it. And so over time you'll notice a little red hint. Um, the full and, and what the products I, I tend to recommend and use if DHT is an issue is the whole plant uh, experience. And so those, uh, again, they're less um, – they're uh, less processed, so uh, more natural. It's whole plant, and those are the ones that are going to be darker in color, uh, maybe even a little thicker as yes. far as the consistency. Definitely more earthy. Definitely more of a pungent taste. Um, you know, you can you can combat that taste, like I said, by by infusing terpenes, which are also natural. But you are you know you're going to get a little bit more of of an, an unpleasant. Taste. With that said, it, personally, I, I, I tasted, you know, a Robotex and cough medicine taste uh, <laughs> about 1,000 x worse, right? So, uh, you know, nothing, nothing that's um, nothing that's too crazy taste wise. And I'm sure you guys have tried a, a, a multitude of different products, and so. You kind of know what I mean when I say earthy oh, and natural, yeah. but um, the key though is yeah, it should never be anything other than you know from clear to a golden translucent color to a darker brown, and the darker brown being uh, whole plant, full spectrum, thought of only.
2: Oh yeah, we know, and I, sometimes we we try to say the CBDO for our son because you know it's so costly, but when we do take it, sometimes we're like, wow, this kid is tough. <laughs> we're like, he's tough. <laughs> 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 Sometimes we're like, ah! ah,
0: ah. Yeah, are like gagging,
1: gagging chasing with tequila. <laughs> we're like, whoa! Well, and you know, and you got to keep it under your tongue too. On top of it all, right? that's tricky. And that even happening. for even just swallow it.
2: I mean, for him, I mean, on a good day, he, we get him to maybe hold it for ten seconds. Is very is difficult for, him, for kids.
0: Yeah, but for him, I mean, like I said, he's he's a trooper he's for a even trooper. taking this stuff. Because I was telling him, like, my <laughs> God, he took this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um,
1: let's talk well, about. Well, you know, there's mm-hmm. also a, a lot of uh, research being done on, on other uh, other forms of delivery, right? So you've got uh, inhaled versions, mm-hmm. um, which are currently not not something that's prevalent. Uh, I mean, we're experimenting ourselves within our within our lab. Uh, with both nasal uh, nasal sprays as well as oral sprays like an asthma yes. canister, yes, um, Because the, you know when when you every every do, every uh, different dosage form allows different types of absorption. So uh, when you when you inhale something, you get the the the, the lungs involved, the uh, alveoli can really absorb things quickly. And so you're dealing with something like a migraine. Um, it's just a really fast onset. And, you know, in Texas, they've, they've, they've basically uh, made any smokable form of hemp illegal. And so, uh, unfortunately, because there were some really good forms available that, that were, you know, in cartridges uh, or even, you know, CBD uh, pre rolls. And, and those are great for people that suffer from migraines. That's the best example, because you know, when you have a migraine, you need something quick Yes. and that's the fastest way of, of it taking effect. And so as time goes on, there's going to be more and more dosage forms that are hitting the market that, you know, have studies behind them and, and have undergone, you know, safety testing and are ready to, to, to be marketed to the world. It's just, this is all so new, you know, it's kind of like Pandora's box and, and everyone's kind of going crazy, but, but what's great is now it's, you know, you've got pharmacists, you've got doctors, you've got, uh, chemists, you've got, um, you know, medicinal chemistry, uh, experts. You, you've got all these, uh, reputable people that are, are kind of coming together and creating this professional network and, and really trying to hone in on, on the best forms and the different versions and, and it's people like you guys and myself that are, I feel, are, you know, responsible for uh, sharing the, the the factual knowledge and making sure consumers understand all of the differences that exist and, and you know, kind of how to uh, you know penetrate depending on what they're what they're looking to to resolve, whether that be a migraine or uh, seizures um, or stress and anxiety, uh, et cetera.
2: Can we, I want to talk a little bit about carrier oils, because as someone's purchasing CBD oil, I mean, we have tried different oils with them, some with MCT, some with hemp seed oil, some with olive oil, uh, fractionate coconut oil. Um, can we have a discussion about that, and is there any difference, or it doesn't matter?
1: Yeah, totally. So you know, th- there's definitely differences. Um, you know, NCT being being the most common kind of carrier oil, uh, but when you the differences really come down to the fats uh, contained within the oil, and and so we know that lipids, which are fats, uh, are important when uh, penetrating and affecting the ECS system, and so uh, the, the type of fats that are Within the oil, definitely do play a role in uh, the rate of absorption and and just overall efficacy. Uh, coconut oil, which is NCT MC, uh, oil, uh, again is made up of, of mainly uh, saturated fat. Versus uh, extra extra uh, extra virgin olive oil uh, has much higher percentages of unsaturated fat. Uh, you know, we, we were, I was talking to Osiris, uh, earlier actually about experimenting with, with some formulations of mixing, you know, like 80%, um, extra virgin olive oil with 20% MCT oil so Mm. that you can kind of get the best of what both have to offer. But again, this is, you know, this is all, this is new. So, um, it's going to take uh, some, you know, experimenting and just playing with different forms to figure out, well, what is the best uh, ultimate combination? I, I I think if you were to, to start exploring options yourself, just, you know, on on Google, which I'd recommend Google solar over just Google, but you're actually looking at, at studies. Uh, a lot of the evidence is that points toward extra virgin olive oil being uh, the, the thought to be uh, best. Best form to put CBD into, but uh, again, I mean, high-quality NCT oil has tons of studies now that are that show it to be super, super effective. And so, you know, the other thing that makes it even more complicated is every single individual is different. Exactly. And so you may have one <laughs> yes. person that responds yes. to olive oil and one that responds to MCT oil.
2: Yes, and so we we just kind of stumbled upon i mean it's still we're still testing things out it looks like aiden responds or absorbs the cbd better with um extra virgin olive oil and i don't know if it's the rate of his metabolism or we just don't know but we noticed that when we look for a cbd oil um, he does much better with um ev oils
1: yep and and it's crazy right because there's other people that you'll speak to and they will tell you the exact opposite yeah. that. So we tried forms with extra virgin olive oil and it didn't work that well, but then we tried this and it's in CTO and it worked really well. Well, I mean, you know, again, keeping in mind, human body is incredibly complex, mm-hmm. especially when you get into the medicinal organic chemistry of it. And so it can be, you know, you could lack one enzyme that, that makes the difference between which is better uh, you could have more of an enzyme that is allowing one versus the other to be more effective, and you know even with with it's it's crazy, but at the uh, in our own pharmacy when we were kind of going through R and D for our initial product, uh, about half the staff swore by our isolate forms, and the other half was swearing by a broad spectrum form. And so I personally like broad spectrum. And now that we have full spectrum, I prefer the full spectrum, but we still have staff that prefers either the isolate or the broad spectrum. And so that's another, you know, such a key factor and, and something that I think, again, reputable CBD companies understand. So, you know, with our company, we, we just company policy is if somebody comes in, they, they want to try out CBD, then we understand that it may be a, a, a process to find which product for them is the best. And so we have a 100% money back guarantee Well, we will switch it out. You, you buy it. If you feel like it's not perfect, it's not doing what you want it to do, then you bring it back. You're not charged. We give you the next product to the next product to the next until we find one that works. And if nothing works, you get your money back. Right.
2: That, that's amazing. Fortunately,
1: we're usually able to find the right product for, for somebody within the first one to two tries, but, uh, I think that's important because nobody should be, you know, especially when you're dealing with something that costs hundred dollars, nobody should be at the mercy of, well, I hope this works. And if it doesn't, I just lost a hundred. Now I, I, you know, a lot of people can't go spend another 100 hundred to try no. the next product. And so that's something that we've implemented that I know a, a lot of consumers have appreciated. And I know there's other companies that, uh, especially if they have brick and mortar stores or their pharmacy that if you go in and talk to them, they're well aware of this, and and so they'll stand by it. But that, that's, you know, you're right. If there's no there's no magic bullet. There's no it's just variable, and it depends. Every individual is so different, and it just depends. Just like when you have a, a patient with epilepsy, there's twelve different epilepsy drugs out there, and some work for some, and some don't work for others. And that, that's it's the same. You know, it, it, yeah. The way our our receptor system is built, there's just no way. To uh, unfortunately, there's no way to create this one magic bullet that just is perfect for the for, for every human body.
2: Um, and I, yeah, and that's how so, pharmacy yeah. is. You know, like for example, I work with patients post-op. They they always put on a standard oxy. Some patients want more, and some and some patients are knocked out. Like my father was like, "Get me off of this stuff! I'm hallucinating." But <laughs> you know, it's just everybody's body's different, and I can see how that can be for CBD.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and and you know that that's the thing. You know, the scientists typically the problem they have CBD is with CBD is unlike pharmaceutical drugs. Everything on a pharmaceutical drug is based on weight and milligrams, and it's very consistent. Versus CBD is this natural substance that you're literally you know squeezing out of this plant, and so it lacks consistency. And and there's now we're fortunately with technology we we're able to put we're able to, to actually weigh the amount of cannabinoids and differentiate which cannabinoids are in the extract, but it's, there's no way of, of unlike a synthetic chemical that is made in a lab to have a hundred percent consistency. Um, and so, you know, that, and I, I think we talked about that a little bit earlier, you know, that, 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 that's part of, I think why big pharma frowns upon, you know, natural medications, but, Here's the thing, you know, as a pharmacist, uh opioids are are there's an epidemic that you guys have heard about it. Everyone's heard of it. It's a problem. The most commonly prescribed medication uh for the last 100 years now has been opioids. Uh and continues to be and opioids are 100% debilitating. They are extremely addictive um and they cause a lot of grief. I mean, they're their own sickness in their own right. And and so, and, and the most ultimate problem with them is they don't treat anything. They cover up pain, right? So, Agreed. Uh, it's not to say that a person on opioids shouldn't be on this. If you're in pain, you have, you were in an accident, you have back pain, you need pain relief. What opioids do is they mask the pain. They don't do anything uh, unlike, you know, a, a, an anti-inflammatory drug that decreases inflammation. That helps the problem opioids don't do that; they just mask the problem, so you don't feel it. And CBD is is, is extraordinary because it doesn't mask anything. It's all of its effects, which I've seen working with patients. I've seen patients go from taking a ton of opioids to leaning off of them and substituting in topical CBD uh, and 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 CBD uh, orally and. It's, um, uh, sorry, I'm kind of losing my, my train of thought, but at the end of the day, CBD, oh, I'm sorry. So CBD actually has a positive effect on inflammation. So you're decreasing the inflammation. Inflammation is responsible for pain. So what you're doing is you're, you're taking away the problem that a person has, which is providing relief, versus giving them the super addicting item that they're going to be on for the rest of their life that doesn't treat the problem, it just masks the symptom. And so that's, and that's honestly why Big Pharma uh, or why, F, you know, just came out is because I think Big Pharma now realizes hey, wait a minute. CBD and cannabinoids, not only, it's not the same as saying like, like an opioid decreases pain, CBD and cannabinoids are actually healing people. They're, it's decreasing the amount of inflammation. Uh, and, and inflammation is just one example. It decreases cell proliferation and cancer. There's, the list goes on and on and on. But again, the point being is now you're dealing with something that is not addicting. You're dealing with something that is actually treating the problem, which is why you're getting the relief you're getting. And it should not be a substitute for pharmaceutical medications. They will always have their place. The key here is... is is understanding that just overloading people with opioids is not the
0: solution that is so true that is so true uh, amen to that my god the time has flown chris I, and the thing is i have oh, a, I,
1: I'm, I can go on for it. days you know so. I, and that's why i'm <laughs> going
0: to actually come back because literally I'm, I'm thinking of having a panel discussion with a number of you pharmacists out there who are doing the work that's helping people out there and really getting in and seeing you know What is it, you know, you guys are seeing that we're not or what we need to be aware of. Um, The information you gave gave us today was very overwhelming. It's very informative and it's just exactly what we've been looking for. And and there's so much because one of the things that I'm curious about is it relates to um, pharmacology as well as genetic testing is matching someone's DNA to a possible cannabis strain or hemp strain, as you would say. So
1: yeah, and you know they started that actually. Yes, There's there companies is companies that have come out now that are testing for endocannabinoid deficiencies by saliva and hair testing. Yes, uh, um, so we can absolutely you know talk talk about that down the road. You know, we oh also definitely. have our our company. We built a we've got a medical board consisting of a. Uh, psychiatric doc we've got a family doc we've got an orthopedic surgeon whoa um and a couple of pharmacists and What's so we all way? get together and they all they're all uh, uh obviously ha- finding success with alternative medication for their patients and so awesome. we get together every quarter and we just go over patient case studies but i'd love to come back on with oh yes um, definitely with the our tail. orthopedic surgeon he's a uh he's a genius and he he just It's great to talk to someone that's in the field dealing with patient after patient after patient that can give you, you know, real-life examples of how this stuff has worked. And so I'd love to do that in the future.
0: Definitely, definitely. yeah. You got an open invite for that one. So we'll definitely be in touch for that. So, Chris, if anybody wanted to get in touch with you, ask you some questions, come and see, Well, we won't send anybody out there. But hey. you, know, anybody, <laughs> hey, you don't want somebody knocking at your door. I don't know them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you come invite, But uh, how would they get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, so they can visit our website. It's um, elevatedmd.com. That's elevatedmd.com. Uh, our pharmacy portal is GrandAvPharmacy.com. That's Grand Ave, uh, uh, Avenue abbreviated, GrandAvPharmacy.com. Uh, info at either of those companies will, is our email address, and, and all of our contact information is available on our website. So they can uh, just reach out uh, via, uh, via email or give us a call at any of our elevated shops or any of our pharmacies, which, again, are all listed on our website. Uh, but just check out elevatednd.com. Uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on, and you know, again, I, I, I'm a huge advocate of just educating people and and trying, trying to get people to understand what all of this what all of this means and and how it can you know benefit them. And so uh, I love what you guys are doing, and I thank you so much for having me. Thank Chris, you. The pleasure is
0: all ours. You have no idea how much you just like. I was up till three o'clock in the morning last night doing some research because of you. I'm like, okay. All right. To <laughs> yeah. I need to make sure. I'm like, I'm talking to this guy. I got I gotta be on point. <laughs> but it also had my wheels turning to looking for information, looking for things. I'm like, I'm going to find something for my son. I don't care what and how long it takes. I'm going to figure something out. So I appreciate you being on and really being very insightful and just being downright honest um, with your information. Really want to thank you absolutely
1: thank you guys so
2: much thank you have a great night have a great one we'll talk soon
1: yes thank you thanks
0: for listening
2: to today's show To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
0: Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, Best and worst practices, products, education and advocacy. Whether you're can of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has Canna Conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnect's network.